Good morning, all listeners. It is Saturday, March 26, 2022. It's 9, 10 a.m., and it's day one of the Elite Eight. And this is episode 141 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, we started with 68 teams, and we are now down to eight. We had the Sweet 16, all the regional semifinals on Thursday and Friday. We will go over a quick recap of those games, and we will dive in. We have two Elite Eight games today and two Elite Eight games tomorrow. And after tomorrow, we will have a Final Four, four teams, with a chance to cut down the Nets in New Orleans this year. And nine days from today, become... Your 2022 national champion. Boogie, how you doing this morning? Boogie's doing good, man. Uh, capped another great day yesterday. Had uh, Miami as my best bet. Mm-hmm. And we had Nova the day before. Best bet for Boogie. Mm-hmm. So we 2-0. and We are uh, doing pretty well right now, my friend. Yeah, it was a good, a good Thursday for me. Um, not so good of a Friday. Kind of petered out, but... Nonetheless, still uh, up money for Sweet 16 and for Madness overall. It's been a really good Madness, very profitable. Hell yeah. We had a lot of shockers as we'll start our recap with our first game on Thursday was Arkansas. Um, Surprisingly here, defeating Gonzaga outright. Bye-bye. 74-68, Arkansas defeats Gonzaga to move to the West Regional Championship game against the Duke Blue Devils, who... Kept it alive for Coach K, defeating Texas Tech 78-73. Duke versus Arkansas today. We will go over that later on. Unbelievable games, though, Boogie, with Arkansas beating Gonzaga. That was a shocker of the day. Yeah, you know, Chet Holmgren uh, for Gonzaga did not look very good. I'm still a little uh, nervous for him to get drafted this uh, next upcoming NBA draft. Uh, the kid is held uh, again to a low-scoring output uh, against Arkansas. They just were able to uh, hit him in the mouth and uh, were able to make their shots. Held Gonzaga to their, uh, I think they've only about under 70 points for basically third time all season long. Yeah, they played uh, them good. They lost to St. Mary's last month. Uh, Gonzaga did. And, of course, Arkansas took it to them. Uh, great, great overall game for Arkansas with their uh, their defense yep. and their clutch shooting. Even though J.D. Note was 9 for 29, 21 points yep. uh, for Arkansas. But uh, that is just the way that the uh, cookie crumbles sometimes. Jalen Williams had a really solid game for the Hogs. 15 points, 12 boards. Really dominated inside against Holmgren and Timmy. Gonzaga had a ferocious late comeback, but it was not... To be and Arkansas moves on to the regional final against Duke, who kept Coach Shashevsky's final dance alive, going to the West Regional Final. They will play later today on TBS, the second game of a doubleheader. And uh, the other game today is Houston and Villanova. Houston took care of business, knocking out another one seed. As we saw, two one seeds fall. And Boogie, I gotta, I gotta bust your chops a little bit on this one because <laughs> you have been a Houston backer for two years in a row. It gets to this game. I remember on episode one forty, really getting on you, very, very emotional. This game, talking about it, I listened back to our pod, and a lot of feedback was uh, how emotional we were into this game. I couldn't believe that you. Went against your Houston Cougars, and 
They actually, uh, they won 72-60, beating Arizona, knocking them out. Got to give them props. Houston just was unbelievable against Arizona. Um, you know, and I was looking more on an analytics side of things. I didn't think that Houston would be able to shut down Arizona and their great, powerful, athletic, and much bigger team. But Houston took it to them. Uh, they do not have Tremont Mark. They do not have Marcus Sasser. And yet, we keep saying that since late December. And here they are in the Elite Eight. Yep. And we are now looking at a Houston team with a BPI, Basketball Power Index, as a number two where the last 13 out of 15 teams in a BPI rating of top one to three have won the national championship. Houston is number two right now with Gonzaga and Arizona, one and three. Both out. And both out. So watch out for Houston. I am back on the Houston train. He is back on the Houston train. Boogie has learned his lesson to go against the Kelvin Sampson Houston redemption. Kelvin Sampson, probably the best Defensive coach in college basketball. They will meet Villanova. Jay Wright, another Elite Eight appearance for the Wildcats as they defeat Michigan 63-55. Hunter Dickinson, 15-15. and Not enough for the Wolverines, though, to overtake Villanova's experience. Well-coached, best free-throw shooting team in the country. Yes. Um, you mentioned something pre-pod about their free-throw shooting, that they could go down as the best free-throw shooting team of all time. Yeah, as long as they continue the way they're doing it, uh... Today could be the day, though, that they uh, have no more opportunities after today. But uh, if they continue their percentage, they are going to be the best all-time yep. NCAA college basketball free throw shooting team. Wow. Houston and Villanova in the South Regional Final. Uh, from a betting standpoint, Arkansas was a 9.5-point dog in one outright. Duke obviously went off as minus one. That was actually my best bet on Thursday, Duke. And uh, Duke actually went off as a pick em. And Duke won. Uh, Michigan was a five-point dog. Villanova covered that. A lot of my a lot of my friends out here, including yourself, had Villanova laying the points in that game. Yes, sir. Um, and then Houston was actually a one-and-a-half-point underdog. So a couple dog money lines getting paid out on Thursday. And we have a... Doubleheader today, which we will talk about Elite Eight Saturday, Houston, Nova, Arkansas, and Duke. We go on to Friday. Yesterday was amazing as we saw some really good games. The first game that we watched, and we watched it with a few people, and it was exciting, was St. Peter's. Cannot say enough about this Peacock team. Their run continues, Boogie, as a 12.5-point underdog in the East Regional Semis up in Philly yesterday. They defeat Purdue and knocked out Purdue. Unbelievable, man. I mean, this team just keeps surprising everybody. Kentucky, Mur Murray State. And now Purdue. And now Purdue. Uh, you got a St. Pete's team that's only got 2,000 students in this small Jersey City yeah. college. Um, we are backing them again uh, just to root for this small Peacock team. You know, yesterday was Peacock Day? National oh, Peacock National Day. National Peacock Day. As soon as I found that out, that was a sign. That was a sign. St. Peter's, they're doing it with defense. They full court you the whole game. They run in about 10 different guys. Um, shout out to Coach Shaheen Holloway. He's done a great job with that program. Um, Kevin Willard, the uh, Seton Hall head coach, actually is moving on to take a Maryland job. They're saying that he's going to get that Seton Hall job back to his alma mater, and damn, does he deserve it wow. after this performance. Yeah, that would be great for him. Uh, and that's what these these guys do. They come up the ranks. They uh, win with these smaller schools and then use that springboard to get to a bigger job. And 
If he can get to his alma mater, man, that yep. would be awesome. Another fat dog money line. St. Peter's a 12.5-point dog, plus 650 on the money, plus 700 in some places. A lot of people got a uh, St. Peter's ticket to win the whole thing. Oh, we want to talk about that? Yeah, we got. We I, got. Shout, I know a couple people. Shout shout out to uh, my my little brother Dominic Swiggy. What up, Swigs? Hey, we got twenty two. What is it? Twenty five thousand plus plus twenty five thousand plus twenty five thousand right now. Shout out to him. Fifty bucks to win twelve five. Twelve five, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Even if you go ahead and hedge, we we good on that. So yeah, you might as well hedge that out. Anybody want to help us out on that one? Just, yeah, just let us know, big ballers. Float the dough. I got Venmo, Cash App, and let's Zell, go. and I also cash as King. Uh, St. Peter's, though, moves on as the 15 seed, the first 15 seed to get to the Elite Eight in NCAA tournament history. Shout out to the Peacocks. They will play tomorrow uh, at 2 o'clock on CBS, and they will take on the North Carolina Tar Heels, who was in a battle last night against UCLA. Down the stretch, Caleb Love in the second half. 27 second half points for Caleb Love. He started shooting it, and they started going in. They played very loose in that second half, and Hubert Davis, shout out to him, a first-year head coach, getting the Tar Heels past UCLA. I had UCLA in that game. I lost that one, Boogie. I, I was surprised UCLA brought all those guys back for this moment, and North Carolina getting hot at the right time. They're the eighth seed. They get the 15 seed Peacocks now. Your, t- your Carolina boys, I got to tell you, when we went and watched them against Kentucky out here at T-Mobile in December a little oh, bit gosh. before Christmas, I would have never in a million years thought this team was an Elite Eight team. Blowout and here city. they are. Blowout City in December against that high-powered Kentucky team uh, out here at the T-Mobile Center. You know, the way that North Carolina is playing, though, they look elite right now, and that's why they're in the Elite Eight. Uh-huh. Uh, bottom line, great job by Hubert Davis. I was listening to him post-press conference last night, and he is just so proud of this team and the way that they've come together. And I did. I told you this after the first game. After winning in round one, you know, the post-press conference, they, they seem like they've got things together. Yeah. They're playing like a family, like a team yeah. uh, that's on a mission. Uh, and, and the way that they're playing, you got Bacot on the inside, Brady Manick inside-outside game, R.J. Davis stepping up the other day with 30 points, yeah. Caleb Love last night, Leaky Black on the outside. But I'll tell you one thing. Adjustments has been awesome with Hubert Davis. This guy is known when his guys are not playing well, he's been able to adjust and put the right guys on the floor, and that's what we look for for a winning basketball coach. Amen, brother. Great adjustments. That starting five gets a majority of the minutes. They their bench is a little short. Um, but yeah, I mean Amando Bacot and Brady Manic on the inside. Bacot had 14 and 15 yesterday. Brady Manning steps up. It was, it was leaky, leaky block on, on the defensive side of things for them yesterday. R.J. Davis and Caleb Love. That starting five is very, very dangerous right now. They have the nice inside-out game. They defend the perimeter. They defend the inside. Caleb Love, man, coming out of nowhere, hitting step-back threes last night like it was his job to put away this team. Um, big shout-out to him, the 6'4 sophomore from St. Louis, Missouri. Man, he was great last night. He stepped up. March Madness moment for him. We will remember that for the rest of our lives. And shout out to North Carolina for getting to the Elite Eight yet again. Roy Williams was in attendance cheering his guys on too. And he'll be there on Sunday when they play the Cinderella St. Peter's tomorrow. Our other matchup for Sunday is Miami and Kansas. Miami, your best bet yesterday. Everybody's best bet yesterday. 
That cash is easily Miami ran away from Iowa State in that second half. It was kind of a close first half, and um, we talked, and you hit it spot on. Iowa State would not be able to catch up. Iowa State does not score into the 70s, into the 60s. The only way Iowa State can win this game is if they um, keep the game into the 50s. Make it ugly. Yeah, it's got to be an ugly game, and it, it was an ugly game for Iowa State, who couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. However, Miami, shout out to them with their veteran backcourt of Cameron Mcguskey and Charlie Moore. Those two guys have been amazing. Uh, as 24 well, years old. Both 24 years old, so an experienced backcourt for them. They got Isaiah Wong as well, their big man, Wardenburg. Waterbug almost. <laughs> almost, Waterbug. Yeah, so Wardenburg is the big man. He is. He's a presence in the paint, and this team looks primed to give Kansas tomorrow everything they want and more. You're Miami Hurricanes, man. Shout out. Yeah, man. I mean, the way out they're playing, uh, this is a team that most people slept on early. Once they got into conference play, they took care of business yeah. against Duke. Uh, they beat North Carolina. You yeah. know, they, they also tripped up a little bit against some other smaller schools and yep. earlier in the season, but they got it going once ACC play was going. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the ACC. No one, no one believed in them next, uh, next year. We'll see what happens, but this year, man, this year, like last year, we Three. no one believed in Pac-12. Three of the Elite Eight now. This year, no one believed in ACC, yeah. and we got an ace. Three ACC teams in the Elite Eight. What a great uh, conference situation there. We got to keep an eye on that. So, whatever conference everyone is low on, make sure you buy stock going into the tournament. And every think about how much we were on the Mountain West this year in the Big yeah. Ten. We there's not a Ow. big there's not a Big Ten team on this list. Yep. Out. No Big Ten teams. No Mountain West went 0 4 in the tournament. So we got to remember this for next year. Whenever conference play wraps up and the conference tourneys um, are done and it's about to be Selection Sunday, we got to make a list of these. Who, who, whoever is doubting, like all year, people were like, the ACC's down this year. The ACC's down this year. You got three of the ACC in the, in the Elite Eight. Not only that, you also have. That BPI, you got to watch out for. I'm telling you next year. Mm -hmm. Watch out for the best top two, top three BPIs yep. as your national champions. We'll use this measuring stick if Houston yep. can pull it off. Yes. Amen to that, brother. Miami will get Kansas, as we said, 11.20 a.m. tomorrow morning. Pacific time for us. Afternoon for you East Coasters out there. Kansas beat Providence 66-61. I don't want to talk very much about this because... I'm kind of angered towards how it all ended. Oh. We had a Kansas laying six ticket in our pocket. Remy Martin, who is an 80% free throw shooter, uh, shot 50% down the stretch, 8 of 13 from the free throw line, missing free throws at the end. Um, a weird scenario happened when Kansas was up six with 10 seconds to go. They let uh, Providence's guard, Al Durham, go coast to coast. For a layup mm. with three seconds left, down by six. Yeah, there's ten seconds on the clock. Wouldn't you come down and try to hoist a three to get into a one possession game? You would think. There's video of Bill Self telling his guys not to foul and to give him the layup. Um, they foul again. Remy Martin goes one to two, and he's like smiling about it in the end. Uh, it's five point win for Kansas. We're not it accusing, seemed, but we're. Uh, it, it seemed a little weird. Is mm. all we're going to say here. I'm not going to start any accusations or anything like that. 
I'm just saying it seemed a little strange little the suspect. way that that game ended, especially that Kansas had the comfortable lead the whole entire time. Little you know how, how yeah. do you how do you give up 17 in the first half and 44 in the second half to the same team? It, it blows my mind. But Kansas moves on, and Kansas will play Miami tomorrow. Before we get into our Elite Eight locks. We have a degenerate special for everybody. Amen to that. We have a degenerate special actual. We have a de- degenerate special drink bet. How's that, Boogie? Oh, I like it. Degenerate I like it. special I drink like bet. It. So how about this? I'm on a run right now on these drink bets, so yeah. I'll take my chances. The Basketball Classic quarterfinals at the America First Event Center in Cedar City, Utah. Hey, I, I, we have relationships with America First. That's crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable. The Portland Pilots versus the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. This is your degenerate special today for all you sickos out there. Three o'clock on ESPN Plus. The Pilots of Portland out of the WCC against the Southern Utah Thunderbirds, who are twelve and three at home this season. Where are they playing today, Boogie? They're at home. They're taking on Portland, though. I gotta tell you, man, drink bet for me. It's minus three and a half for Southern Utah. I'm buying the hook with Portland. Portland plus the four. You know, I mean, I'm not just saying this just because I want to be oppo of you or anything. This yeah, Southern, you are. This Southern Utah team beat out one of my high man friends. Kent, best, Kent State in the first round. Great friend, Rob Senderoff from back in the day. Kent State. And uh, Kent State did everything they could to get into the postseason and be able to play they traveled right after the uh, the MAC conference tournament. That's a letdown. They flew spot. out to Vegas. They took a three hour bus ride and wound up driving over to uh, Cedar City to beat the, or play this Southern Utah team. And Southern Utah took it to them. I think this Southern Utah team has got something else to prove. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to take care of business over Portland. All right. Give me Southern Utah. I'm going to buy the hook, though, just in case. Minus three. Give me minus three. Give me Southern Utah. Southern Utah minus three against the Portland Pilots. I, Your degenerate. I got the Thunderbirds, baby. Thunderbirds. I'll take the Pirates. They average 78.6 points per game on 46.3% shooting Ooh. from the field. Wow. Little scoring going on here. That is your degenerate special for all you sickos out there that don't want to concentrate on the Elite Eight and want to do something off-grid. We are going to dive into the Basketball Classic semis on Monday in the NIT, but we will do that at a later date because the NIT semifinals are set at Madison Square Garden for Tuesday. St. Bonnie's and Xavier in Washington State and Texas A&M. That's your semifinals. We will talk about those later on in the week, though. We got bigger fish to fry today, Boogie. Let's get right into it. Saturday's Elite Eight contest here. We have our first game on the docket is at 3.09 Pacific Time on TBS. The Houston Cougars, the number five seed, taking on Villanova, the number two seed. South Regional Finals from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. We take a look at the pass to get here. The Houston Cougars in the first round beat UAB by 14. Then they beat Illinois by 15 and Arizona by 12. Three double-digit wins for the Cougars, led by Kelvin Sampson. And that great guard play, Kyler Edwards, Jamal Shedd. Big guys inside, Carlton, Fabian White, loaded, man, loaded. Now, Villanova's route here, a 20-point win in the first round against Delaware. Beat Ohio State by 10, beat Michigan by 8. So pretty handily wins there, too, for Villanova. Right now, Houston is laying three. I'm getting a lot of... uh, People in my ear saying that uh, down at the books around town, people are hyping this 
Houston Cougar train. We talked last night about the Chattanooga Mocks. Chattanooga choo-choo! Now the Chattanooga Mocks are eliminated. Now it's the Houston Cougar train is what everyone's going to get on. Both these teams play tremendous defense. Both these teams are on tremendous winning streaks. Winning eight in a row for Villanova, winning six in a row for Houston. Villanova obviously coached by Jay Wright. They have Colin Gillespie, Jermaine Samuels, Caleb Daniels, Eric Dixon. Great guard play, senior leadership, and a Hall of Fame coach. And the best free throw shooting team in the history of college basketball. That's enough for me. I am taking Villanova plus the three. And I'll see you at the window. Hey, man. What did you say about that choo-choo train? Houston, we do not have a problem, huh? Houston, we do not have a problem. Right. Look, bottom line is, is Kelvin Sampson has got this team on a roll since December, losing their best player, Marcus Sasser, inside-outside game with Ramon Mark. They have gotten it going. It didn't matter who it is. Kyler Edwards stepped up. You got Fabian White Jr. on the inside, outside. Experience. All of this leads to me to believe if they can shut down this high-powered Arizona team, this Houston team is on a mission. And it's all right in front of us. I can't believe people can't see it, but it's all right in front of us. It is. Villanova, great job getting to where they were supposed to be. Great coaching job by Jay Wright. Colin Gillespie, seventh, eighth, ninth. A uh, year senior, right? Yeah, he's been he's been there since 2012. It seems six like. years, obviously. Yes. I know that. I'm just joking around. Yes, six year senior Gillespie doing a great job again. Yep. Those guard plays are great. Free throws are great. But when it comes boils down to it, and comes down to it, defense wins championships. And the difference between this Houston team and the team that got blown out by Balor last year in the Final Four. Is they can score now. They can score. They can score. They're not relying on their three. They got inside outside game. Defense, though, with Kelvin Sampson preaching it. Give me Houston minus a three. They take care of business today. There it is. We start off our Saturday slate with a drink bet. Boogie on Houston minus three. Baron on Villanova plus three. Should be a dandy here that starts at 309. Pacific time. TBS. Second part of our double dip here. We got the West Regional Final. The Arkansas Razorbacks, fresh off of an upset of the number one seed Gonzaga Bulldogs, riding the momentum. Eric Musselman, back-to-back Elite Eights for the Hogs, out of the SEC. Last SEC team remaining in this dance, taking on one of three ACC teams left. Coach K, last dance, the Duke Blue Devils coming off a fantastic, gritting victory against Texas Tech. They also beat Michigan State in the second round, 85-76. They blew out Cal State Fullerton in round 178-61. Arkansas squeaking by New Mexico State 53-48 in the second round and defeating Vermont 75-71 in the first round. The Hogs have found their way into an Elite Eight again under Eric Musselman. They are led by J.D. Note, 18.5 a a game and 4 assists. And Jalen Williams, double-double machine, 10 points and 10 boards. Duke led by... Surprising name I'm going to throw out here is Jeremy Roach. He is the catalyst for this whole thing. You got Jeremy Roach. You got Powell Bancaro. You got Wendell Moore Jr. Wendell Moore, another um, non-freshman, but you got some stud freshmen in Bancaro. You got Trevor Keels out there. Mark Williams, the anchor in that inside for them. That Jalen Williams and Mark Williams matchup is going to be fun to watch inside today. Fire. J.D. Note, stud guard. 
I think I think that uh, Jeremy Roach can kind of uh, keep him at bay. And when it, when it comes down to this, Boogie, sometimes you just got to believe in destiny. Sometimes you just got to believe and things happen for a reason. And this Duke team is in the Elite Eight for Coach K, trying to get Coach K to another Final Four. We thought, a lot of people thought they were going to let him down against Texas Tech like they did in the ACC Tournament Championship game against VTech, like they did against North Carolina at the home, last home game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. But I'm going to tell you this. This team is playing with a chip on their shoulder. I saw them, the way they played Texas Tech. They've protected the basketball. They've played good under Coach K. And let's not forget, they got a lot of good assistance on that bench with Coach K helping this team out. John Shire. I'm telling you, man, this team's too loaded. A little bit too much talent for Duke. As what I'm looking at is no team matches up with Roach. That evens out. Jalen Williams matches up with Mark Williams. That evens out. But guess what? But here's the thing. Duke got five-star recruits and five-star freshmen out there, and Arkansas does not. There's your difference. The secondary pieces, Bancaro has a big game tonight. Wendell Moore Jr. has a big game tonight. And the Duke Blue Devils will defeat the Arkansas Razorbacks. Money line's only minus $1.80. You can do that if you want. You can lay the four either way. Lay the four minus 110 or money line minus 180. Maybe a little bit on both. Duke will move on. They will cover, and Duke will take Coach K to the final four yet again. Yeah, I mean, here's the bottom line is is that Duke's finally uh, coming back to the way that they played earlier in preseason uh, prior to ACC matchups. I mean, this is a team that got blown out by North Carolina, loses to Vatek in their ACC championship game. That last five minutes, that last five minutes of that Michigan State team game has proven to me Duke is back. They're playing, taking care of business against Texas Tech. They overcame a great back-and-forth game. But like you said, the depth that this Duke team has, the destiny that they have for Coach K, I think they're starting to be finally to be able to, to see what they can do with Coach K and get him to the Final Four again. I think that they're too much, too strong, inside-outside. Duke's defense will take care of business. Give me Duke minus the four. Duke minus four for all the chips here. And I have one more side note. Is I find it really hard to believe that Arkansas is going to hold a, yet another team that averages in the 80s to under 70 points. That's my other thing. I think Duke can score, and they're going to score a lot. The Duke Blue Devils lay the four. They will move on and go to the final four. Here we go. Man, and here's what's crazy, and we'll go on the North Carolina-St. Peter's game because that's the second game of our doubleheader on Sunday. But we move on to Sunday's Elite Eight games, 11.20 a.m. Pacific time on CBS, the Miami Hurricanes out of the ACC against the Kansas Jayhawks. Cameron McGusty, Charlie Moore, the two 24-year-old guards. You got Laranaga, very familiar with March Madness. They've won three straight, obviously. They beat USC by two, Auburn 79-61, and Iowa State 70-56 to to get to this game in the Elite Eight here. Kansas comes in with a high-powered offense as well, 83-56 to over Texas Southern, a seven-point win over Creighton, and a five-point win over Providence. Two decent Big East teams back-to-back for Kansas. Bill Self trying to get to another Final Four. A lot of good coaching here in this uh in this in this elite yeah. eight, I mean, we got Kelvin Sampson, Jay Wright, Eric Musselman, Shashevsky, Laranega, and now Bill Self. Laranega versus Bill Self, and then the last game we got Shaheen Holloway, 
against Hubert Davis. Yeah. Some new some new blood there new too, blood. man. New blood. Miami, Kansas here. And in this in this you know, I, I haven't been huge on Miami. I know Boogie has. Boogie been huge on Miami all year. I haven't. Um, and I'm not going to be here. I think what it boils down to is we got Oshai Abaji, Jalen Wilson. Remy Martin's been huge for them, the transfer from Arizona State, and they got McCormick on the inside. I just think Kansas is too talented. It's too much. They kind of got the easy path here, having to play Miami, a 10 seed in the Elite Eight. Uh, they're playing up in Chicago, which is going to be like a Kansas home game up there. They owe me money. I laid six with them yesterday, and they won by five. <clears throat> I'm going back to the well with them again. I'm taking Kansas, laying the six. They're going to cover this time. Yeah, as a better, you got to know when is a good time to get off the train. When is the best time to get on the train? Yeah, on and off, being able to. So exactly how Boogie's looking at it. Yep. I'm going back to the well here. I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas. Uh, you're not going to have another game. Uh, like you did with some of these players. Uh, Otai Ogbaji only had five points yesterday. McCormick only had eight points yesterday. And Christian Bond only had six points yesterday yeah. with Remy Martin stepping up like we talked about with 23-7-3. and three. Uh-huh. Uh, Even Mitch Lightfoot only had two points. Yep. Give me Kansas. I think that this is Kansas's, uh best game of the tournament. I think that they can roll Miami. Uh, because they like to play slow down, but they also can play inside, outside. They could speed it up like Miami wants to, too. Miami absolutely. runs at, Miami runs at fast pace. Kansas can score with the best of them. Uh, absolutely, and I think that Kansas covering a six-point spread is nothing for this team. Anywhere from an eight to 14-point swing, I think, for Kansas is the play to go. Give me Kansas Jayhawks minus a six. Rock chalk Jayhawk, baby. Couldn't agree more, Boogie, as the cream rises to the top back-to-back favorites for me. Um, we both agree. Kansas and Duke to the Final Four. Legendary. They're on opposite sides of the bracket. And just so everybody knows for a visual there, Houston Villanova winner gets the winner of Miami-Kansas in the Final Four. And oh my. The Duke-Arkansas winner gets the St. Peter's-North Carolina winner. So how's this? We projected Coach K to get to the Final Four. Could you imagine if Coach K against North Carolina in the Final Four in his last season? It's setting up that way. Oh, my gosh. But not so fast, my friend, because the St. Peter's Peacocks may have something to say about that. This team is on a miraculous run. Sunday Elite Eight, second game, 2.05 p.m. on CBS. The number 15 seed out of the East region, the St. Peter's Peacocks from Jersey City. They're playing in Philly. They're taking on the Tar Heels of North Carolina, the eighth seed in the East region here. North Carolina had a blowout against Marquette, an overtime victory against Baylor, and a seven-point gritty win last night against UCLA to get here. St. Peter's beat Kentucky in overtime, Murray State by 10, and Purdue by 3. They have knocked out some primetime players, and they get another primetime player in the Tar Heels tomorrow. Man, this is tough, man. I love the story of St. Peter's. I've loved them the whole the whole way here. Um, obviously not against Kentucky in the first game, but after that upset, we kind of rode them against Murray, rode them against Purdue yesterday. Man, but here's the thing, Boogie, and this is the, the heartbreak and the joy, and that's what really makes March Madness and this tournament unlike anything else in the world. And 
all good things must come to an end. And I hate to be that guy. As much as I want to take St. Peter's getting the uh, getting the eight, eight and a half here, I just I think North Carolina's on a mission. After after watching them blow out Marquette, they were up 25 on Baylor. And what they did to UCLA, I mean, you gotta remember this. The last two wins they got are yeah. against teams that were in the final four last year. Yeah. They beat UCLA who was in the final four. They beat the defending national champions. And you know who Marquette's head coach is? Shaka Smart. Yep. He's an NCAA tournament guru. Yep. This team's on a roll, books, and I'm telling you what, this is kind of where, like I said before, the cream's going to rise to the top. North Carolina is just way too big and way too talented. This St. Peter's team's amazing, and they've had a good run, and they've beaten some really good teams. But when you look at the balance that North Carolina brings to the table, that's what gets me. You know, you got Bacot inside. You've got Brady Manick inside. You got Caleb Love and R.J. Davis on the outside, and Leaky Black, who just locks you down defensively. Le- I think Leaky, they're going to stick Leaky Black on um, Banks the third, Daryl Banks the third. He's been the come out star for that team, and then uh, everywhere else is just a mismatch, especially on the interior. Um, we we mentioned that in the game with uh, Purdue with Travion Williams and Edie, but they don't play together. Like, either Edie's on the court or Williams is on the court. Right. You got Bacot and Brady Manick on the court at the same time. Brady Manick's an inside-outside guy. I'm just seeing too many mismatches here. St. Peter's, this is the last time I think that we're going to be able to say this. We talked about the conference breakdown. Do you know what conference St. Peter's plays in? Yes, the Mac. This is where... Breaking down those Mac games every Sunday has paid off. Yes. We have a team out of that conference in the Elite Eight. But I think the train stops here. Destiny creates itself here with Duke playing North Carolina in the Final Four. North Carolina, lay the eight points. I'm sorry, St. Peter's, but this run is over. Yeah, you know what? Um, tomorrow is Sunday, right? So, mm-hmm. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Yep. Little school, small school out of Jersey City, New Jersey. Yep. I mean, what a great story this has been. It's been absolutely amazing. And, and every we'll, we'll, we'll never forget it. No. We'll never forget it. And these guys will never forget it. These guys will never forget it. This is the this is the reason why we watch college basketball. This is the reason why we love March Madness. This is the reason why the entire world loves March Madness. Yep. The fact of the matter now is is that everything that you said is exactly what I'm thinking. But North Carolina has got to come out, and this is the difference. And I was looking for a quote, Travion Williams. I basically will just go ahead and and uh, explain something to you. Travion Williams from Purdue last night called out at post press conference his guys, and I think that most of these guys did not take the St. Peter's team as a joke. You know, you look at uh, you look at the the uh, the other side the, when they're doing the pregame. The basketball lineup, the, the little layup line, and everything, and and you see all these big guys. You see that little school at the uh, doing the little basketball. They can't even dunk a lot of these guys. Yep. The fact of the matter is, is that St. Peter's has surprised everybody because everybody's been taking them not serious. Yes. Well, here they are against the big time, big program North Carolina team. North Carolina is not going to 
be able to take this team as a joke anymore. They, they can't. can't. They got to. They, they can't. They got to play their game. They play their game. I think this is a 10-point, 15-point game. St. Peter's is going to be playing as tough as they can. I'm going to go with you. I think you switched me, man. I think you flipped me. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lay the eight and a half points with you. I think the run is over. I think North Carolina takes care of business. They're just too talented. They're too talented. I understand they got a great run going on, but I don't think that they have enough talent out there. You had the Kentucky team. Much more talented. Wasn't prepared. Beat this North Carolina team in December by 20 here in Vegas. Wasn't prepared. Wasn't prepared for St. Peter's. Bottom line is is that they know now what they're working with, and they're going to shut them down. Wow. They're going to shut them down, and this is a double-digit win for North Carolina. Wow. And it's not just that. It's the whole setup. It's yeah. the whole setup, my friend. Yeah. We got Duke playing, an opportunity for Duke to play North Carolina in the Final Four. Crazy. You, Coach K's last Final Four, his last March playing Madness. North Carolina. How can you not predict this? How Maybe. can you not write this up? They've never even played North Carolina in the Final Four before. No. <laughs> Give me North Carolina. Lay the points. They will take care of business against St. Peter's. That's a wrap, my friend. This might have been the first time in the history of our show, 141 episodes, that I flipped you. My analysis must have been spot on. Uh, it's just, I, I like North Carolina. I, the fact of the matter is, is I just didn't like going against St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. I, how many times can you go against yeah. St. Peter's? And you know what's funny about St. Peter's and how they're in this situation? Did you know that, and if you listen, if you folks, you loyal listeners, go back a few episodes, a handful of episodes, even maybe even 10 episodes, you know, late February, mid-February when we started doing all the games on Sunday, we gave St. Peter's out a lot. I don't think I bet against them. We bet St. Peter's every week in that week-ass conference. They were fortunate to get an Iona loss. St. Peter's wasn't even supposed to make the tournament. No, Iona was the Iona best. Iona was the big bad wolf out of the Mac. And you had Siena as well that got knocked out as well. Yeah, so St. Peter's was the two seed in that conference tournament. That's the beauty of this tournament. St. Peter's, they win their conference tournament. They win all these games. I will never forget this St. Peter's Peacocks team as long as I live. I remembered Florida Gulf Coast when they went to the Sweet 16. I'll always remember... Dunk City. Dunk City. I'll always remember Dunk City. I'll always remember Earl Bob in the bubble with no fans, knocking out Ohio State, getting to the Sweet 16. But this St. Peter's has topped all of those. You know, we'll always remember Loyola Chicago, the 11th seed, the small, small school... In South Side Chicago with Sister Jean going from the uh, 11 seed all the way to the final four. Oh, God bless her. God bless Sister Jean. Now, there's these are runs we're always going to remember. And the one thing that you have to remember about all these runs is they all came to an end. That's why we're going North Carolina. And because here's my thing I know. The type of people we are, and we want to take St. Peter's. I want to see St. Peter's beat North Carolina and go to the Final Four. Yeah, why that'd not? Be, that'd be great. But here's the thing. You don't bet with your heart. You bet with your wallet. You bet with your head. You bet with your brain. And you bet with your knife. And by knife, we're sharp. That, my friend, is what's going to get us to the promised land. North Carolina big in the last Elite Eight game of our slate. Boogie, we got four Elite Eight games. we got to jump off this thing right now. So let's go. 
Best bet time. What you got for me? Boogie's Blockbuster best bet for Saturday's Elite Eight. Give me Houston minus three. Kelvin Sampson and the rest of these Cougars get it done over Villanova. Houston's defense too much. But the bottom line is, is that their offense will take care of business as well. They are very, very balanced. Give me Houston minus three over Villanova. Uh, best bet for today for me. I mean, I don't even care if it's minus a dollar eighty. Lay that Duke money line. That is a lock. Eighteen hundred wins a grand. I think that is taking candy from a baby. Coach K wins and goes to another Final Four in his last dance. Sunday best bet. I could go either way here. I'll just go Kansas minus six as my Sunday best bet. Yeah, I'm going Kansas as two minus six. Kansas will take care of business. Double digit win there. Give me Kansas, minus six, Boogie's Blockbuster, best bet for Sunday. That's a wrap, everybody. We got a lot of work to do today. I wish everybody good luck. Thank you for all your support. Appreciate it. Good luck on this Elite Eight, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bear enough. Boogie out.